Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The only thing that has been a constant part of life in Kashmir has been the uncertainty. The fact that anything can happen at any point is what people always prepare themselves for and if you look at particularly the past few years we have seen so many intermittent lockdowns so when this covid lockdown was announced in march it did not take much for the people to you know prepare for this lockdown the culture in kashmir has been to prepare for the long haul in the sense that people here always do stock up on essentials and at that time people in kashmir had very vivid memories of the previous lockdown that happened in august 2019 it was one of the harshest lockdowns that we have ever uh, been subjected to so i think a lot of people were already sort of semi prepared for a fresh bout of unrest and lockdown i'm ran i live in srinagar in kashmir and i'm a journalist kashmir is a territory between india pakistan and china it's a muslim majority region and it has been a contested territory since 1947 when the british left the south asian subcontinent and ever since then the region had two options basically to join either pakistan or india but there has never been a final resolution on what exactly was the wishes of the people in the region just after independence kashmir was given a special status under the indian constitution it guaranteed jammu and kashmir its own say in matters that concerned it it gave the jammu and kashmir state assembly the powers to make its own laws and ever since then the country of pakistan and the country of india have been locked in a dispute with both of them claiming sovereignty over this region and that dispute continues till date So in the last decade Kashmir has erupted at least 3 times and the major eruptions were in 2008, 10 and 16. In all of these events it was always a trigger that caused the Kashmiri youth to come out on the streets and protest against you know the government's uh, excesses. <laughs> in one instance it was human rights violations and in 16 it was an incident wherein a popular militant commander was killed which led to a lot of anger amongst the kashmiri people in all of these subsequent lockdowns you know that were imposed right after the people had come out on the streets life comes to a standstill but this time on august 5 2019 It was the most stringent of all lockdowns that we have witnessed.
I remember I woke up and I saw that my phone was not working. I saw that my internet was not working and even my landline was disconnected. And I hear from my friends in the city that uh, even cable television had been reduced to just three television channels. We were basically locked in this valley, cut off from the outside world and cut off from each other. So that morning we knew something is going to happen today. I was a bit shocked and I was a bit lost so I just drove up to a friend's house because there was no other way to reach out to someone and fortunately I live on the outskirts of the city so I could manage my way around the checkpoints I just walked in I didn't say anything and we sat down the TV was running and by 10 11 I think it was all over TV the parliament was in session ke anuchhed 300 And we saw the Union Home Minister Amit Shah go up there with a file in his hand, and they began the proceedings. The BJP government at the centre, which has a majority, they abrogated Article 370, and uh, they basically revoked Jammu and Kashmir's limited autonomy. and took away every last bit of power that the political leadership in Jammu and Kashmir had and i think in that moment basically new delhi humiliated every kashmiri in kashmir all across kashmir was thousands of troops marching all over it created quite an alarm but at the same time the bureaucracy would tell us that things are normal and that nothing is going to happen what we find is that entry and exit points are sealed with barbed wires and there are dozens of paramilitary and policemen standing guard they are heavily armed they have batons and they have guns and they have also tear gas canisters it's not very uncommon for young kashmiris to get beaten up at these checkpoints it will not get reported but it is you know very much a part of daily life it's really difficult to say when that lockdown was lifted because officially the government had claimed to have lifted lockdown but on ground what we found was there were still restrictions so by the end of 2019 there were businesses opening up in parts of kashmir and by early 2020 things had started to go back to normal slightly but what happened then was in march 2020 the first case of covid was reported in srinagar and an immediate lockdown was enforced a lot of people in kashmir did not really understand why we were again going into a lockdown when we had just emerged from one a couple of months ago that message that covid-19 is a pandemic and it's a highly contagious disease did not go to the masses over here people are very suspicious of what the government tells them and it was just seen as in continuity of a political lockdown that has been going on since august 2019 so just as we would see it in the previous lockdowns during times of political turmoil at about 6 or 7 in the evening when the forces deployments were being taken out of the streets i would see people gathering outside So what I did instead was I stayed away and as cases started to come out and news of people dying also came out slowly I think people learned by experience that this is actually something very real and a medical emergency 
But when this COVID-19 lockdown happened, I think by that time, Kashmiris have been, I mean, we have already been battered enough that it did not seem like such a big deal. It was just another phase that we knew that we had to bear. We knew that this lockdown would also end and that we would uh, survive this lockdown like we have survived the previous lockdowns. I mean, I am not sure if the COVID-19 thing has impacted us more than the fact that conflict-related lockdowns have been happening and people have developed not an acceptance but a tolerance and perseverance to go through it. So on October 15, uh, more than a year after the abrogation, the unionist political leaders in Kashmir came together to form an alliance that would demand the restoration of uh, special status. These parties have come together in opposition to the BJP, but they are still working within the ambit of the Indian constitution. They have not taken a stand against India, but they've taken a stand against you know, what they see as a constitutional fraud against Kashmiris. But I don't think that they are going to heed to Kashmir's demands. Mm-hmm. 